0: Welcome back, hey guys! You're on Fan the Flame. I'm Scott Tilly. Thank you so much for joining the pod. Thank you for maybe you stumbled across it, maybe you're following weekly, maybe you don't know what it's all about, but you're here now. So either way, wherever you land on that spectrum, I'm glad you are with us. I'm glad that you're here, and when I say us, I mean me and Jesus. We uh, we do this podcast together through His Spirit. And I'm thankful that you have found it. I'm thankful that you're here. Um, and before we get into it, if you would, please go subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Go um, follow me on Spotify, anywhere you can see podcasts um, produced or, or dropped. Um, we are there. So Fan the Flame podcast. Okay, And if you need me, you can email me at fan fantheflamepod at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram. I don't uh, promote Instagram very well, um, but uh, on Facebook more than, more than uh, probably any other social media platform. So go check us out. Um, if, if I could pray for you, if I can uh, help you in any way, shape, or form, please let me know. Uh, I'm thankful to have what uh, Jesus has blessed me with to be able to share with the world. And so that's why I'm doing this. That's why I'm doing this podcast is to fan into flame the gifts that were given to you. On the laying um, at the laying on of hands at ordination of ministry, so thankful for uh, each and every uh, ear that will be hearing this, and every eye that will be seeing this on YouTube. Um, again, share it, like it, subscribe, and shoot me an email, man. Let me know what you think, what you like, what you don't, and uh, we will uh, see what we can do. It's been a crazy couple uh, weeks with the with the uh, rain. It's been awesome. It's been a blessing to to have so much rain in this region that has been dry for so long. And and uh, man, I really feel like spiritually, that's what God's doing as well. There's just a fresh outpouring of his spirit. And um, it's good. It's cleansing. It's needed. It's wonderful. And uh, I think spiritual rain is more important than physical rain. And But I, I have noticed a correlation uh, with both. Um, when I've seen it physically um, become green again and become Um, alive again because of the rain that is falling from the heavens. We also get that from the spiritual side of things. And Jesus really just giving us um, just this, just a fresh, a refreshing look on life, a refreshing um, place in life, a refreshing uh, mindset. Um, How many of you know that the Bible says that we are supposed to be renewed? Our minds are to be renewed by the word and by the reading of the word of God, and so that is what I hope you were doing. I pray that you were spending time daily in the word of God, um, praying, petitioning, but listening. I think so many times we pray and pray and pray and pray and pray, and, pray, and we 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 want a word right now. We want a, some revelation right now, and God's just really saying, "Hey, I just I need you to listen to me for a moment. I have a lot of things that I want you to say, but." You can't hear him if you're talking all the time. So uh, that's why he gave us two ears and one mouth, right? Amen. My mom used to say that. Uh, That's why uh, God gave you two ears and one mouth so you can listen more than you speak. And as some of you know, that went in one ear and right out the other because I talk a lot. But uh, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that God has given me a voice to speak uh, about Jesus, to speak about his love, to speak about his provision and his goodness and his faithfulness and his kindness and his gentleness. And so all of these things. I'm super thankful about Um, I have been doing some fishing lately and you know what I went like a full month and a half without a single fish and uh, I've been slaying them lately thank you Jesus and I haven't been taking a lot of pictures because I feel like that's kind of helped me be able to catch them not bragging about what I caught and so got some good fish went fishing this morning went fishing last um, last what day was that Thursday whatever day it was Wednesday uh, caught a nice size bass then, caught a couple of nice size bass in the days after that. So super thankful, super thankful to be able to go fishing And the lakes and the ponds are kind of filling back up. So hallelujah, King Jesus, thank you for that. So what are we going to talk about today? I'm glad that you asked. There is something has been on my heart and I, I think I knew I was going to do this after I saw it, but something was just really pressed on me to share to believers, especially about these two movies that you have absolutely got to go see um, or rent or however you can get your hands on it or your eyes on them. And these two movies are one sound of freedom. So, 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 so good guys go see the movie. Um, I will leave it up to you whether you think it's appropriate for your kids or not. Um, I think that I would have no problem taking my kids. I took my wife because we had a date night. And uh, so we didn't take the kids. But guys, I would absolutely advocate for your children to see what kind of world that they are living in, even though they may not uh, be exposed to it or see it yet. This is exactly what's going on. And I believe that this is what the Bible speaks about when it says, do not be ignorant of the enemy's devices. And this is just one of them. But this is a huge one. Guys, human trafficking is a problem. You're talking, you're not talking about 16, not, not just talking about 16, 17, 20, 30 year olds. You're talking about children, you know, as young as two, as young as three, as young as four being human, uh, human trafficked for sex, for sexual exploitation, for uh, sadistic, demonic, absolute insane things are happening to these kids. And, and I, I, I wept during this movie. I was watching this movie and I just wept and wept and wept. And yes, there was some absolute good scenes of hope. And that's what I think the message is at the end. Jim Caviezel kind of gives this. Um, it's not a message of fear. It's a message of hope. And that it's hope that we will do something, that we will join the fight, that we will uh, help however we can, even if it's just from a platform, a podcast, telling people that this stuff is going on. And we have to be where we have to be. Uh, we, we cannot be ignorant of the enemy's devices. We have to be aware of his devices. And the one way we can do that is by sharing, by talking, by speaking. I've had this conversation with multiple people in the last week since I've seen the movie about the movie and just what the takeaways for everybody uh, was. And and for me, you know, I have kids and, and I couldn't imagine somebody taking my kids and, and doing these heinous acts to them um, and. I just, I, man, I can't even fathom it. I don't even want to think about it, but it's the reality is that some people are going to bed every night, not knowing where their children are and these things are happening to them. And so I think that we need to, as a collective group of Christians, be able to speak about these things, speak about these things to our children and speak about these things to those people who are in power around us around political, whether it be political or uh, pastoral or whatever, um, community whatever like people need to know that this is absolutely real and there's something could be done about it and so that's one of the movies the other movie was nefarious um again up to you whether you want your children to view that or not but i I just it's so so needed uh right now this time this day and age where, where we're so desensitized to uh to culture to to sin to uh to um What's the word I'm looking for to sexuality to um we're so desensitized to just the world around us, like nothing anymore is like, Wow, I can't believe that happened. It's just everything's it's so accessible, everything's right here at our fingertips, and so when we see something, we don't take the time and go, Wow, was that you know that was really weird or that was not right, or that you know that was that was evil or we we just assume that it's the way it is, and and in a sense we bear our heads in the sand, and we say, well, you know, all I can do now is wait for Jesus to come back because the world's getting terrible. And as I watched this movie, Nefarious, I saw because I went at it, I prayed, a, I prayed myself up before I went in to watch it because I knew it was going to be some things that were like pretty demonic. And I I prayed myself up, and I believe that the Lord shielded me, and I believe that He showed me, um, that. This is what the demonic looks like. These are the things that you can't see. These are the things that Ephesians 6.12 talks about. And I'm going to read this verse to you because you guys have heard me say this a thousand different times in a thousand different ways in a thousand different church services and preaching or on the podcast. But I want to read to you a footnote from Ephesians 6.12. And I want you to just to focus in, even if you've seen the movies or you haven't or you're thinking about it, I want you to think about this verse when you go in and you view these movies, or when you view them from your home or wherever you may see them, I just believe that you need to watch them as a believer, both. It says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rules, rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Wow, that's a mouthful. But that's what we're seeing in Nefarious. That's what we're seeing with sex trafficking and with this movie sound of freedom you are seeing darkness being brought to light you are seeing what is done evilly uh, evilly in evil in uh, the heavenlies brought to the physicality of the eye to be able to see this is what is this is what is going on God is exposing the demonic forces of darkness in the heavenly realms so that we don't have an excuse to say well I just didn't know about it Well, if we don't know about it, it's because we're not indulging in the word and not indulging in the spirit of God and feeding our spirit man and our spirit woman and believing that what is seen is from a place that is unseen. Come on. What we're seeing in whether it be politics, whether it be your community, whether it be a movement, whether it be sex trafficking, whether it be uh, demonic, demonicism or demonic oppression or or the casting out of devils, what we're seeing is the product in the physical of what is already happening in the spiritual. There is a war, believe it or not, going on around you. Even though you cannot see it, there is a war going on for your soul, okay? that there's a war that's why the bible says that what good is it to profit a man if he gains the whole world yet loses his soul he's a, he's able to gain everything from the world good and bad evil and good but yet he loses his soul because he chose the world over feeding and nourishing his soul and so we have to we have to get this that there is an an invisible war going on around us right now the whole bible is about this spiritual um these spiritual experiences, you know, even in the Apostle John in the book of Revelation, being allowed to see what's going on in heaven. That's a spiritual place. OK, heaven is a spiritual place and, and angels reside there and Jesus resides there and, and Jesus is on his throne there. It's a spiritual place that we are all destined to be once we are in Christ Jesus. If not, if we don't choose him, if we don't repent of sins, if we choose to follow the world, if we choose to not pick up our cross, then we won't experience Jesus in his entirety and we won't experience him for eternity. And that's why he died, so that we could, so that he could marry spiritual with physical. And that's why he gave us Holy Spirit, right? He told the disciples, if I don't go, you won't receive. So I have to go. It's better that I leave so I can give. And so he says that I'm going to send the Spirit. He sends a Spirit. So he marries every believer in the physical and the spiritual by the partaking of his flesh. That's the physical, that's that's the, that's the food, that's the physical food that we need, right? And the spiritual by giving us the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit who gives us discernment, who who creates good works within us. He is the creator of the good works within us. He is the, the fruit bearer, if you will, in us. And so when watching these movies all these things are going through my mind. I'm seeing evil. I'm seeing good. I'm seeing the Lord. I'm seeing Satan. I'm seeing uh, Satan's minions and I'm seeing angels. I'm seeing all these things in the spirit and watching these movies like, wow, this is what's actually happening. Uh, the things that we can't see being manifest wide open to the, same, to the things that we can see. And I want to share this with you um, in regards to Ephesians. And let me, let me jump there real quick. I, I, lost, my, I lost my page. Um, the good thing about the Bible is it's every, every word's good. So you can pick up where you left off or you can go on to the next thing and read that. But in Ephesians six twelve, where it says, our, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities of evil in the heavenly realms, against uh, the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. I want you to see what it says in the footnote in my book. It says, our real battle is not against human cultists. Come on. It's not against human cultists false religionists, atheists, agnostics, and pseudo Christians, but with the demonic beings working through them, of which even the flesh and blood opponents themselves are sometimes unaware. Come on, somebody. You ever talk to uh, a non-believer and you try to share the gospel with them and you try to share truth with them and they're just completely shut off to it? Well, it's because they've been so numb to hearing truth because they've settled for a lie. They've been affected by the demonic forces. They have been tricked by the devil with these demonic forces to believe the things of the world and forget about the things of the spirit of God and forget and not and not even exclude that, like not even include them, but completely exclude that God created the entire universe by speaking it into existence. Creation didn't come from a bunch of monkeys. Procreating and then down the line, here we are. If that's the case, why did it stop? And why are why did it stop with us? So that's debunked right off the bat. I knew that the, the first time I heard that in educational system, I'm like, that's false. There's nothing about that that speaks reality. That's manifested in the darkness and brought into this physicality of the nature that we're living in naturally, because people have been completely tricked and duped by the enemy to to believe things that are just completely asinine and not true. And that's just where we have to become as a Christian when we hear false doctrine and we hear false teaching like that's asinine. I choose to discard that. I'm not even going to play with that. That's a demon and I don't even want to mess with it. I'll cast it out if you're ready, but I can't disciple the demon. There's no way I can disciple a demon. I have to cast the demon out before I can even begin to start to disciple anything or anyone. So there's this battle going on. And then these movies, you're seeing these things manifest in these movies. These people that are sex trafficking kids, they are completely maneuvered and manipulated by demonic beings, by demons. There's not a single person in this world that can look at you in the eye and say that, that um, these things that are going on behind the scenes and that are hidden are good things. I I would actually believe the complete opposite even those that are indulging in them and engaging in them if you asked them and had a conversation they would probably say I did it for the money not because I believe that it's right most of these people probably have kids of their own which is sickening in and of itself and so we see that this battle that we're facing and it's not against the, against these people it's not against against cultists it's not against demonic it's it's or excuse me it's not against atheists, agnostics, pseudo-Christians, but with demonic beings that are in control of these people. They're working through them. So you have demonic powers, demonic principalities in the heavenly realms working through people to create evil things. God says that he's turned them over to their debased minds. He's given them exactly what they have wanted because they've chosen flesh and not spirit. They've chosen physical before they chose spiritual, they chose physical uh, means and physical things and all this other th- other stuff and have not chose his spirit and so he's handed them over to their flesh he's given them over to their debased mind, and that 's where we 're at that 's the things that we're wet- that we're witnessing right now when we turn our TVs on we 're seeing people that have been completely influenced by demonic powers of principalities in the heavenly realms that they have inhabited their bodies. They have been possessed by demons. This is what it is. They have been possessed by demons, and now they're carrying out the works of Satan. That's why Jesus was able to say, you do the work of your father, the devil, because you chose him. You chose that work. You chose to maneuver and manipulate and move in that way that he moves. So that is who you serve. And you can see this anywhere you go. And I'm not telling you to go point fingers and say, that guy's got a demon and that girl's got. Really do this, do the homework. Watch the fruit in the lives of those people around you, even those who claim to be believers. Watch for the fruit in their lives and it always gives way. The fruit will always tell you if they are a follower of Jesus or if they are influenced and a follower of their father, which is the devil, and influenced by de- uh, demonic beings. That's, you know. It all starts with obedience, who we choose to follow, what we choose to believe, who we choose to bow down to, um, how we choose to live our lives and how we choose to sacrifice and and walk according to the word or walk according to the flesh. It all starts with obedience. The devil was disobedient and full of pride, and that's why he got kicked out of the heaven with a third of the angels with him. So the enemy wants to conquer and he wants to divide. And I, And I was watching that happen in these movies nefarious there there's there's a couple different scenes in nefarious. I'm not going to give away these entire dialogue of these movies because I want you to go see them and I want you to study them for yourself. but there's a couple scenes in nefarious where um, the psychologist is basically interrogating interrogating him and trying to get trying to get um, to a conclusion whether he can receive the death penalty at midnight or not if he's clinically insane or not. So obviously, if he's clinically insane, he cannot institute that the death penalty is an option. If he is, he can absolutely advocate for it. And so he's trying to figure that out. And this is the thing that really got me on one of the scenes. Like right at the beginning, he tells this guy who is possessed by a demon, nefarious is the name of the demon, And he's having a conversation with him and he's this guy's kind of flipping back and forth from this guy who did these heinous acts in the flesh, but was motivated and manipulated and moved in the spirit by this demon. And so this you can take that as far as you want for where we're at in the world today. But he's having this conversation with him, and he says, basically, uh, I'm paraphrasing. I don't. What if I would tell you that I don't believe in those things? Because he basically tells him I'm a demon. He says, I, What if I told you I don't believe in these things? And and basically paraphrasing, but he looks at him and says, That's okay. We believe in you. And he's reading him like a book because he got, the guy has already opened the door as a non-believer for these demons to come in and wreak havoc on his soul and wreak havoc on his on his spirit. And so he's, he's essentially at the end of the movie, this guy's starting to see the things that this other guy saw. And he's essentially afflicted and maybe not possessed at this point, but oppressed by the same demon. See, demons don't play fair. They'll possess one, they'll oppress another. And then sooner or later, they will, they will find their way in through an open window in your heart and your soul, and they will become one with you. That's what it means to have a soul tie with things that you shouldn't have soul ties with, okay? And so it's, that's why it's imperative that we stay pure and we stay clean and we stay in our sanctification process in Christ Jesus. Now, does that mean that every time that we sin, we let a demon in? Absolutely not. That would be insane. Like, no, that is not what that means. It means that like if you live a life consistently at the feet of Satan and you're, 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 you're doing his works for him, you're doing his bidding for him, sooner or later he's going to become one with you. You have now opened the door and you've allowed this demonic spirit in and now it wants to make a home inside of you. And that's what we see. That's why we see murders. That's why we see all these people with a lot of mental mental health issues and you know, we'll go deeper into that on some other things, but I just truly believe that even the Bible depicts like a lot of mental health issues in the Bible is is demonology. It's it's because people were possessed by demons. The man that met Jesus when he, at the Garden of uh, G- how however you say that, I think it's um, Gettisere's, it, he meets Jesus, and he it says that before that, that this man was in the hills cutting himself, and they, they kept him chained up, cutting himself. Well, I can guarantee you that if you carry a spirit of God, like, you're going to have a different point of view about, like, hurting yourself. And I'm not saying that you you don't have moments and you don't have, you don't have minutes where you feel lost and you feel, and you may make a bad decision in the moment. I'm not, I'm not negating that. I'm just saying like this man met Jesus where he was, fell down on his feet, worshiped him. And he was going through all these mental health anguishes, all these mental health issues, all these things were listen, the Bible says in John that Jesus healed so many people. He performed so many miracles that even all the books in the world could not contain them. And so That has to be something to do with mental health. He had to heal people with mental health issues. And guys, I'm not saying that you won't struggle. I'm not saying that you won't have turmoil. I'm not saying that you won't have some mental health. Good Lord, I have. But when I hold close to the vine, that is Christ Jesus. When I remind myself what he said, what his spoken word is, it always goes back to a place of peace for me. It's this way for now, but it won't always be this way. And so I, I mean, I hope you get a message of hope out of that. I'm not sitting here berating people with mental health issues. I'm just saying there is an answer for all of it, and it's in Jesus, and his name is Jesus. And I'm I'm seeing these things in these movies. I'm seeing this demonic oppression and possession come over uh, these men who are leading uh, these children down a path of complete and total and utter um, destruction. They're taking these kids, um, in, in just to back up to sound of freedom, they're taking these children and they're pretending to be somebody they're not, they're snatching them up. They're selling them into sex trafficking guys. That is demonic. That is 2,068% demonic. There is no good in that kind of deed. And so I wanted to just share this with you today that these two movies are a must see for every believer. I, I just believe that you need to see them for yourself. You need to ask God to reveal what it is that He wants to reveal to you through these movies. Are these are these movies um um f- motivational for uh, understanding what we're up against? A hundred percent, and that is why I believe that that they're so powerful because they give you they give you. Uh, an understanding, a deeper understanding of what exactly is going on around us. I said at the beginning of the episode, like we're not to be ignorant of the enemy's devices. And these things are things. These are areas where he moves. I mean, we can look. I can look personally outside uh, my own self and look around me and see. Oh, yeah, that's that's a de- definitely a demonic influence right there. Um, that's definitely not good for that person to be treading in that territory. That's, you know, the enemy is so alive right in that place. Like they need to take a step back. And I'm not gloating to give the enemy all of this power and all of this. Look where he is. Look what he's doing. I'm saying be aware. There's not a prophet in the Old Testament that didn't warn God's people what would happen if they did certain things. And maybe we need to get back to that type of preaching. (laughs) Like There's a warning, a stern warning. Stay away from that. It's not good for you. It's going to hurt you. It's going to kill you. It's going to still your spirit. And so go see the movies, you know, take some notes, whatever, whatever you guys uh, feel led to do. But I I wanted to share that with you on this episode, how important it is, I believe, to go look and view these uh, these movies, especially all the trash that's out there that we watch on Netflix and everything else like why don't we go watch something educational? It's going to give us a a better view on the spiritual side of things. And I want you to, if you do anything that I tell you to do while watching these is come at it from a spiritual perspective, look beyond the scene, look beyond what's happening in the moment, because what's happening in the moment is giving direct reflection of what's happening in the spirit. And I don't know, like Sean Patrick Flannery was just handpicked for that role. I'm telling you, like. The mannerisms, the way he moved—you know—I I, I pray for that guy now because I'm like, wow, did he, you know, that close to playing that role? Is there going to be some issue, you know, whatever later on? I don't want to speak that. I'm just saying, like, I pray for him. Like, if you don't, I said this to a brother on Facebook about this movie, uh, and I and I and I still stand by this. It's something I said for years about the spiritual realm, and it's this: that those that don't know don't want to know like just because you close your mind off to something does not mean it did not happen. I can watch a car wreck out here in front of my house and then close my blinds and pretend it never happened does not mean it did not happen. Something happened and and so we can close our eyes and close our ears to what's going on around us and how much demonic influence this culture has let in or we can be a voice of reckoning for the spirit of God and for the kingdom of God. Speaking the eloquence of God and, and making sure every demon is bowing to the knee of King Jesus. That's that's where I want to go with it. And I'm not coming after people. I just read it to you. We're not against it's not the cultists that we're against the person there. It's not the agnostics or the atheist or the or the Satanist or LGBTQ or whoever politicians, you, you put the, you put the name in the blank. I don't really care. Whatever that, whatever name you want to put there, those people physically aren't who we're against. We are against the demonic influences inside of those people that came from the heavenly realms, the powers and the evil forces of darkness that are moving against or trying to come against the kingdom of God. That is what we're against. And that's how you win those fights. You don't go out berating people that are having a pride parade and tell them that they're going to hell with a picket, you know, with with God hates fags. I mean, I'm just saying that's 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 what happened at Westboro Baptist. He he literally had. I'm not I'm not proclaiming that from this table. I'm saying that's what was said. He had these these signs up saying those words. That's not going to reach anybody. Okay, there's already enough hate in people's heart that they're doing evil. That's why they're doing evil. Okay, we have to come at them with love, not with acceptance. We don't accept things that don't line up with the kingdom of God. I will. I'm not going to accept my kids going off doing evil things, right? I will correct them. I will rebuke them. I will. I will teach them. I will hopefully share the love of Jesus with them in a way that is disciplinary according to the Word that will bring them back to the truth. But I'm not. What I'm not going to do is beat them over the face with the Bible. And beat them till they're bloody, and beat them down, and t- you know, that's what they're wanting. What they need is Jesus coming in the scenes and changing hearts and changing minds and changing lives. And there's, there's definitely been a great um, understanding on how to do that. You know where, in the Gospels, all four of them. Go read what Jesus did and how he interacted with people. He rebuked the heck out of some religious re- religious leaders, but he met everybody else where they were at. Whether it was the demoniac. Whether it was the woman at the well, whether it was whoever, he met them where they were at, but he did not condone their sin and say, yeah, you know, you're good, I'm good, we're good. No, he would say things like this. I'm paraphrasing the first part, but he would say things like this. Okay, you have been opened up to the truth. You've seen the truth with your own eyes. Now go and sin no more. Turn from the sin and turn toward the kingdom. And that's what we have to do to people. We have to give them truth in, in love and love and encouragement and the stupid fly. <laughs> but we have to be, we cannot compromise. We can't compromise the truth for, for feelings because the truth isn't necessarily moved and motivated by your feelings. If I read something in the Bible that hurts my feelings, it's because my feelings need to change toward that thing I read. The Bible, people said. People will say read the Bible, read the Bible, the Bible reads me. And the more I read the Bible, the more it reads me. And the more that it changes me, the more that I have to repent, the more that I have to understand that I got things that I got to work on in my life. I'm not there yet. I have not arrived. I'm on my way and I will be one day, but I'm not there yet. And so all of that to say, these two movies are something that you absolutely need to go see, go check them out, go watch them, you know, I'll let you decide whether your kids can watch them or not. But you, as a believer, as as an adult female, adult male, you need to go see these movies. It will give you greater perspective on what we're up against. Because here's the thing. The first part of that verse in Ephesians 6.12 says our battle. Whose battle is it? It's ours. So it is our fight. It is our battle. It is a place where we're going to go to war. Okay. It doesn't say her battle or his battle or their battle. battle. And if we don't know that we're in a fight then we've already set ourselves up for a loss. We're already beaten. So there is a fight. There is a spiritual battle going on right now in the spiritual realm. And I believe that God is asking, no, he's calling people to align and understand that this battle is for real. And it is a battle for your soul, for your children's soul, for your children's children's soul, for your family's soul, for everybody that you know. That's who this battle is for. And if we do not take a stand, praying in the spirit, praying in all circumstances, praying in all times, praying in different tongues, praying in the spirit of God, we're already setting ourselves up for failure. So I'm telling you, this is the time right now. That movie, Sound of Freedom, was done, folks, it was done five years ago. It was completed and done five years ago. Now you know the hoops that had to be jumped through to get this thing produced. Because Hollywood, yeah, I said the name, was trying its best with its satanic rituals and demonic influences up there. It was trying its best to keep this thing from being seen. Why? Why would you buck against something that's so educational that people need to see? Because when the truth comes out, the enemy has to hide. What is done in the darkness will be brought to light, and we are not to play patty cake with demons. We are called to expose them and every other kinds of evil. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Hey, go watch, or go watch, go subscribe. Go uh, write me an email. Go like, share, send me a message, hit me up. I love you. Let me pray for you. Jesus, I want to thank you that you've opened our eyes up to the spiritual realm. We have no excuse. This is our battle. Our battle that is not against flesh and blood but against the principalities of evil in the heavenly realms. God, help us to see this evil that's going on in the heavenly realms, not to, uh, to gloat and say, I can see this and you can't, or I've experienced this and you can't, but so that we may be open to the truth. I believe that we have to see what's going on on both sides so that we can have open understanding that you've given us the ability to choose the right things. And so let us be, uh, let us be your hands and feet. Let us be, a peculiar people, a chosen people, a royal priesthood that goes forward with your kingdom so that we may take over ground for that kingdom and expose the kingdom of darkness. We love you, Jesus. We praise you. We thank you. We honor you. Thanks for being our friend. Thanks for being our confidant. Thanks for being the spirit that resides within us, where our dunamis power comes from only by your blood, by the finished work on calvary's cross bless all these amazing people that would be watching and listening i pray blessing and favor over their families in jesus name and all god's people said amen love y'all be blessed thanks for listening fan the flame pod